Hello, you're listening to 37th in the World, the official podcast of the Georgetown Journal of International Affairs, the academic publication of Georgetown University's Walsh School of Foreign Service. On 37th in the World, we dive into crucial global trends and speak directly with experts working on issues ranging from security to the economy, technology to society, and more. In this new segment, 5 and 5, our producers will delve into the top five most critical foreign affairs developments from the past week in just five minutes. I'm Leah Favero, and this week, first, in Pakistan, two political parties have formally agreed to form a new coalition government despite both parties winning fewer seats than the candidates belonging to the party of the former jailed prime minister. Second, after Ukrainian soldiers retreated from the eastern city of Avdivka last week, allegations of possible war crimes against Russia emerged from claims of executions of the surrendering Ukrainian troops. Third, the United States vetoed the UN resolution calling for a ceasefire in Gaza, drawing criticism from China. Fourth, Rwanda and Congo on the brink of war as conflict expands surrounding Congo's mineral-rich eastern border with Rwanda. And finally, U.S. Secretary of State Blinken announces a plan to provide $200 million in multinational security support for Haiti. Days after inconclusive election results, two Old Guard Palestinian parties, the Pakistan People's Party, or the PPP, will back the Pakistan Muslim League Nawaz, or the PMLN, in a new administration after no singular party won more seats than the PTI, the party of the jailed former Prime Minister, Imran Khan. Mr. Khan is now calling the coalition Mandate Thieves. Both of these parties partook in ousting Mr. Khan in 2022, and in 2024, he was sentenced to 10 years in jail for supposedly leaking state secrets. The PPP and PMLN have both posited their intended prime minister and presidential candidates, but the remainder of their government roles remain undeclared. Meanwhile, Pakistani citizens have been experiencing issues accessing social media amidst protests as internet access has been blocked. Secondly, Beijing is now reprimanding the United States for vetoing the United Nations Security Council resolution calling for a ceasefire in Gaza, saying that the U.S. is giving a, quote, green light to the continued slaughter. The resolution was backed by 13 of the 15 Security Council members, with the United Kingdom abstaining. Worries of the spillover effect of this conflict into the Middle East rise. The critique from Beijing, however, is especially peculiar given the Chinese government's years-long genocide against their own Uyghur Muslim population in the nation's northeastern region, Xinjiang. War looming as tensions between Rwanda and Congo rise over their mineral-rich border region. The United Nations urged the neighboring nations at a UN Security Council briefing for conflict resolution through diplomatic, not military, measures. On Monday, Rwanda rejected requests to withdraw its troops and surface air-to-missile system from the border region. Moreover, the Rwandan-backed armed M23 group, known as the perpetrators of the 1994 Rwandan genocide, is entangled within the Congolese army, attempting to disrupt ethnic group relations within Congo. 
Finally, $200 million of multinational aid is being sent to assist Haiti's national police with, quote, planning, intelligence, aircraft capacity, communications, and medical equipment and services. Gangs control over 80% of the capital, Port-au-Prince. Half of the nation eats just one meal a day, and gangs are using rape as a weapon against innocent Haitian civilians. On the brink of state failure, nations like France have urged that in order to maintain long-lasting peace and stability, there must be free and fair elections. This was 37th in the World, the official podcast of the Georgetown Journal of International Affairs. Please be sure to subscribe and leave a comment and rating on whichever streaming platform you use. To support the podcast, you can click the link in this podcast's description that says support the show. To read other insightful interviews and articles, please check out gajia.georgetown.edu.